Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's podcast, I want to talk about how the Twin Flame journey is an activation of your authentic self. Also, don't forget to stay to the end where you'll get to hear another Twin Flame share their journey so far. Okay, let's get started. So, you've met your Twin Flame, and this meeting, chances are good, this meeting activated something deep inside of you, right? Now, this activation looks differently for everyone. Perhaps you experienced a Kundalini awakening or a spiritual activation, but quite often what is activated is the vibration of unconditional love. And this vibration of unconditional love is the most authentic vibration in the world because this is the vibration that is at the core of everything in existence, right? And this vibration is already within all of us. It is the vibration of our soul and the vibration of the divine, right? It's the vibration of consciousness and love of all that is and all that ever was and all that ever will be. And when we meet our twin flame, Right? For so many of us, we get that feeling of home. And this vibration of home is an activation to remember who we really are. Right? The pull to them is really a pull for us to step into our highest vibration. Yet so often, for so many of us, our highest vibration and our light has been dampened down. And this usually happens in childhood when we were told we were too much. Or perhaps we weren't accepted just as we were, right? Our authentic self wasn't accepted. Or we had to adhere to our family system and rules. Or for many of you, society systems and rules, right? And so just to survive, we learn to dim our light and adjust to the status quo. And then our twin flame shines a light on us. And somewhere inside of us, we remember, we wake up because they are reflecting ourselves back to us by shining a light that says, come on out from hiding who you truly are. They see us. They see the true us. And this asks us to get rid of anything in our life that isn't aligned with unconditional love, to stop playing it small and step into our authentic selves. So often for so many of you, there are obstacles that are preventing you from being with your twin flame. And now I can say this from working with so many twin flames and my own lived experience. These obstacles are perfectly and divinely designed for each person's own specific spiritual journey. And a spiritual journey that will be relentless until you come out of hiding and you shine your light, your love, and your divine power without apology or any posturing. Because as you know, inside of you is a divine flame of light, and it is wanting not only to shine, but to help transmute all your fears and illusions of separation back into the vibration you know deep within you of love and union. But this flame, this flame we all carry inside of us can't shine when we're afraid to show it to the world. And I know, I understand, when we hide and play small, 
we think we are safe, right? Because it can be scary to step into our greatness. Our family and friends may not understand. We may lose certain relationships. We may carry judgments around what being great is or what stepping into our authenticity is. There may be some unconscious conditioning within us that is stopping us from stepping forward into our light. But then we can ask ourselves this question. Is the alternative of staying small and not living in alignment with our greatest authentic self, just so we don't upset other people or adhere to their conditioning, really for anyone's highest good? Not to mention the false codependency that's at play here. So it seems clear to me what the answer is, right? We are being asked to step into our true authentic self. And in fact, when we step into our light and our authenticity, we invite others to do the same. However, here's an important thing to be aware of. If we step into our light through the lens of our ego, then our ego can mislead us into thinking we are better than others when we step into our greatness, right? So if we have judgment attached to playing it small, then we will have judgment attached to stepping into our light. If we have judgment about stepping into our light, we won't be able to get out of stepping out of playing it small. So firstly, if there is any judgment around playing it small or the opposite of being your most authentic and brilliant self, I invite you to take judgment off the table and replace it with compassion. In fact, defenses may come up when we talk about authenticity and being ourself and shining our light, right? This is not saying that anyone isn't in their authentic self or shining their light. This is just an invitation to step into our greatness in all aspects, spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, psychological, and see if there are any places where that light isn't shining. I invite you to imagine the greatest version of yourself in all ways. Who are you when you are your most authentic? Because that authentic you, without apology, is actually the vibration the world needs right now. And this is the vibration your twin flame activated in you. This is your truth. And as you step into your authentic self more and more, the authentic self being completely 100% aligned with your divinity, unconditional love, union with source energy, right? As you step into that 100% and unite with that, all those parts of you that have been conditioned and aren't in alignment with the truth and love, will fall away. And now when we change and let go of our old self, it can feel scary. It will feel scary to our ego because change can feel scary. And yet change is the most unavoidable essence on earth. When we can accept change as part of life and flow with this knowing, we can let go of the fear of changing who we have been and remind our ego that it's safe to change our old identity to let go of our small self. And this is the healing journey and it can often be painful. I have experienced and learned that the less we resist it and the more we understand it and flow with it and trust it and bring in compassion, the easier it is to step into our true soul's purpose, which is to be our most authentic and brilliant self. So I invite you today to take a step towards your inner light, that inner flame, and give it permission to shine brighter than it ever has. In fact, 
If everyone in the world stepped into their authenticity and let their light shine, the world would come into harmonic balance. And we all have the incredible gift of having a twin flame. Right? Your twin flame is your spiritual guide to stepping into your most authentic self and aligning in your highest vibration of truth and love. They show you by the triggers that are activated and by the obstacles that are present. Right? These show you where love is missing. Because remember, you already are with them for eternity. You already are in union with them spiritually and vibrationally. What is being asked of all of us now is to remember who we really are. Ignite that flame inside of you and step into your most authentic self, the vibration of divine light and love and union of all. I hope, I hope that has been helpful. And as always, please only take what resonates for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and for being on this journey with me. I want you to know you're not alone and that if you are suffering right now, it will change. Change is inevitable. And on the other side is bliss like you've never known. In fact, if you're looking for group support, we do have a private Facebook group called Alchemical Souls and Molly, our beautiful admin, will let you in. And if you feel called to share your twin flame journey so far, please do send a voice recording about five to 10 minutes long to twinflametransformation11 at gmail.com. Don't forget the 11. And if you want further anonymity, you can send your story in text form and I will read it for you. And my goal, my purpose is to provide support for as many twin flames as possible. So if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you could subscribe to the podcast and rate it, of course, if you like it. And this will help give it more exposure to more Twin Flames and you won't miss an episode. And ultimately, this will help all of us. And now please join me as we hear another Twin Flame share their journey so far. This is my Twin Flame story. It was June 2018. I was 36 years old and found myself single for the first time in 18 years. My ex-husband had left me alone with four young children. I was terrified of what would become of me, how I would manage life on my own as a single mum to four young boys. I didn't have my person anymore. He was my person from the age of 18 and it was very scary not to have that person anymore. I cried every day for six months straight. I held it together when I was on mum duty. However, once they went to bed or when my back was turned as I cooked dinner, tears rolled down my face. Then one day in January of 2019, completely out of the blue, I received a text message. It was a wrong number that said, hey, it's Jay, are you coming into work today? Now, I did not know this person and he didn't know me. However, we got to chatting and formed a friendship. After about a year of this and of me going on dating sites and not meeting anyone, he tells me that his brother's brother-in-law was single and that he told him about me and that he wanted to meet me. Now, I was at a stage with dating where I was ready for a big break from it. However, something inside me told me to say yes. So I did, expecting this date to be awful like all the rest. We are from two very different cultures and there is an almost 10-year age gap. It was now May 2020. We chatted via text for a few days before we met up. The day we were to meet, he arrived at my front door and I immediately felt at ease. We had planned to go for a drive to the beach. 
I get car sick, so I had to drive. So he handed me his car keys and offered for me to drive his car. I was a total stranger. We chatted throughout the car trip like old friends. And as we walked along the beach and in the car on the way home, I was so comfortable around him that I sang along to tunes in the car. This is something I usually only do when I'm by myself and or happy with someone that I'm comfortable around. We got home and he came inside. We ordered dinner and had the most amazing time together. He thought he should go home and not stay the night as we had only just met, but he did go home. However, we both regretted that as we just wanted to be with each other. From that day on and for the next five months, we communicated almost every day. We caught up on the weekends when my children were with their father and some days during the week if his work allowed. <clears throat> I told my friend about this incredible man I had just met and she told me it sounded like a twin flame dynamic. I had never heard of twin flames before, so I googled it. I found a website that listed the twin flame journey and it was almost identical to what I was experiencing. The connection between us was like nothing I had ever experienced. It felt so normal to be with him, like we had known each other for our entire lives. We would always say that there was never enough time for us when we were together. There was never enough time and there was also never a time when either of us wanted to go home or leave the other. And time had no meaning when we were together. What felt like 10 minutes was actually five hours. It was the strangest experience. We had the best fun together regardless of what we were doing. Feelings started to develop between us. I remember telling him that I felt like I had met the person I was going to meet. When I told him that I was missing him and wanted him beside me, he would say that hearing that burned his heart and that his heart was with me. When we were intimate, he would look into my eyes and ask, why is this so amazing? I told him, you know why. Yet neither of us said, I love you. When we held hands, the electricity between our hands was palpable. I could feel him, feel what was going on in his heart just by holding his hand. He would know exactly what I was feeling by looking into my eyes. I had never had anyone read me as well as he could. I couldn't hide anything from him. As feelings started to grow between us, he started to detach from me. Subtle at first, then he would go a few days without messaging or FaceTiming. In October 2020, I asked what was going on and he eventually said that we both had different views. He didn't know who was right or who was wrong, but that he only wanted to be my friend. My heart shattered that day. We had only been together for five months. However, my life was irrevocably changed. I went through a few dark nights of the soul, questioning why all the men I loved always left me. He triggered huge abandon abandonment wounds and had me questioning what was wrong with me. Cue the beginning of my spiritual awakening and healing journey. This man was on my mind every single day. Month after month went by, yet he wouldn't leave my heart. Eventually, in about May 2021, I'd had enough and decided to write him a letter. An old-fashioned letter and I sent it in the post. I told him that I felt we weren't finished yet and then I thought of him every day and I didn't know what to do about it. Five days went by and I was at one of my son's soccer games. I was filling up a drink bottle at the tap when my phone rang. It was him. I was so nervous to answer the phone. And when I spoke to him, I could tell he was nervous at the other end too. We chatted for a bit, then arranged to meet up the following week. It was blissful to be with him again. We would lie next to each other, staring into each other's eyes and not speak. It was incredibly intimate, yet felt so amazing. He was my home. I felt at home in his arms. After two months, he started to distance himself again, and we entered another separation. This time I was not as devastated, but my heart still yearned for him. We went through lockdown in Sydney apart, and a few more months after that. In December 2021, we met up as friends this time. 
I had thought I had wanted him in any capacity he was willing to give. <clears throat> he organised some new tyres for my car and we went to the movies. Oh, the torture of sitting in a movie theatre in such close proximity, yet not hugging or holding hands. Another time, on Easter Saturday of 2022, we spent 12 hours together going for a road trip and having the best adventure. He taught me a childhood game of his with stones by the seaside, and at one point, as we sat next to each other and looked out to sea, I could feel the friendly banter change and a charged electricity between us replaced it. I know he felt it too, as he decided to end that moment and walked back to the car. It was an incredible day. However, it was also torture not to be able to touch or kiss him. Something just felt so natural, but I couldn't do it. Two weeks later, we caught up again, this time also as friends. We went out for dinner and came home for a cup of tea. He leaned in for a kiss, so I turned my cheek. He leaned in for another kiss, so I turned my other cheek. I was trying so hard to maintain the friendship boundary. However, the third time he leaned in, I surrendered, and he kissed me so deeply I lost my breath. I felt like I had come home. Standing in the shower, he held my face and kissed me like he was breathing his soul into mine. This glorious feeling didn't last long, though. It was now June 2022, and this time, uh, the next time we met up, he was quite distant. I knew that yet another separation was just around the corner. We met up for breakfast. The conversation between us was polite and surface level, but there was no funny banter or joy, and that was the last time I saw him. In December 2022, I wrote him another letter. This time it was a love letter. I told him for the first time that I was in love with him and that he was my home. I said many other things. However, I heard nothing back. It is now May 2023, and I had thought that after 11 months of no contact that my heart would heal from him. However, it continues to want him, and the pain of longing doesn't subside. Some days are better than others, though things like full moons and retrogrades trigger stronger longing. I've asked the universe for a sign, and the very next night I dreamt that he sent me a text message, and it said, I'm very proud of our fantastic times together. I have no idea when or even if we will see each other again. I continue on my healing journey, questioning why I am chasing so hard, mostly energetically. I feel that when I can conquer my fear of being alone, my heart will settle and I will feel peace. Even though he has not treated me well, I still love him and understand why he retreats. I suppose this is the meaning of unconditional love. I thank him for entering my life as he triggered me to go back to university and begin on my healing journey and healing my soul that was left depleted and very tarnished at the end of my marriage. I pray that he is also healing his soul and that we will find alignment in this lifetime. Thanks, Michelle, for opening up this platform so we can share our stories. Practically no one truly understands what it's like being on a twin flame journey. It is brutal, yet also has moments of pure joy and magic. <clears throat>